I'm your boy Sweet Lou. And I'm your boy B Reed. What's good, Reed? Shit, nothing, man. Enjoying these playoffs. Had a big playoff weekend. Yeah, man. You know Kawhi, you know, King of the North. Yeah, man. Kawhi showed him why why he why he's the man, why he's the claw, man. Out there balling in new balances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey man, don't don't go out here balling in new ba- do balances, man. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna you gonna twist the hey, you can't do what Kawhi do. Yeah, man. No regular human being can just go out there and drop forty one in new balances. You're gonna tear your Achilles, man. man. Look, and definitely don't go hooping no Pumas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you see what Demarcus Cousins gonna do right yeah, now. Yeah, brother. But yeah, man, that was a big shot by Kawhi. Not only was it a big shot, but the dude hit forty one and it's a drastic difference from where Toronto was the past few years with DeRozan, because you actually have someone that you can put the ball in their hands and they're taking not they're taking quality shots. You know right. what I mean? Well, no, it's you know we know what it is, man. Like honestly, I truly believe that you know, and no, nothing against Demar Derozan, but I feel like Toronto just didn't have no faith in him, man. Like you know, he, I not to say that he shrunk during the playoffs. He did though, but <clears throat> he definitely didn't step up. He either <laughs> stayed the same. Or less, you know what I'm saying? He had some of his worst shooting games. When they got swept last year by Cleveland, I think he, one game, he went like 0 for 15. Like, he had horrible shooting percentages. He was only hitting like 10 points. You can't have a max contract player that you can't depend on. And we all know, I mean, we see it through this playoffs, how how undependable Kyle Larry is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kyle Larry is in the same boat because he's doing the same thing. I mean, bro, he basically averaged... Ten points in the in the in the first round, you know what I'm saying? But he he he's a lot better. You can handle that from Kyle Lurie when you have Kawhi Leonard, when you have a go-to player that you can throw the ball to and get the hell out the way right. and just let him do work. Yeah, but he should be the one stepping up though. Like Kyle Lurie should be the one stepping up. He's had the playoff experience, you know what I'm saying? So he he knows what you know. He knows what the temperament's supposed to be. You shouldn't let Siakam. Which you know, shout out to Siakam for 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 hooping his ass off. But he's a second year player, and he's doing more, you know, contributing more than you are. You've been with the team for seven years. Like I don't get that. Yeah, because Siakam is probably a better overall. Player. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, true, true, <laughs> so, true. So but, I mean, it, it, you can knock Larry, but Larry's a point guard. He got to get everybody involved. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, I will say this: everything else uh, was up. Rebounds, assists was up. Uh, steals and blocks were the same, but. Uh, He's doing a lot better, man. Like, you can tell, even though he's not shooting well, he's still trying to get involved. Like, last year and the year before last, I feel like once they lost, like, the first two games, he just quit and they were just out there going through the motions. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. The difference is is that he's no longer option 1B. Now he's yeah. option 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can handle Larry doing that as a third option True. as opposed to him being option 1B with DeRozan, who's right. not doing well either. But then he becomes 1A. Right. And then I don't know... Where the hell a Serge Ibaka been? Man, Serge is chilling, collecting a check. Man, he the enforcer now, man. He be trying to whoop dude. Man, well, he, <laughs> he wasn't even doing that, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Embiid uh, out there elbowing niggas. Like, he ain't yeah. even doing nothing about it. I mean, he tried to fight little niggas. He don't yeah. be trying to fight. Like, yeah, he didn't want no challenge. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, but this Sixers, I mean, we, we're... We're kind of dissecting Toronto, and they're moving on to face Milwaukee. What yeah. about – I don't understand. I don't really know what you can do with this Philly team. I mean, I don't like what they did with the team. This team that they put together was either in win-now mode yep. or they're in mode to lock their cap up with no flexibility. Right. Well, I, I think what they're going to do is is they're, they're going to try to – you know, they're going to try to keep the pieces because you still got Embiid and Ben Simmons on a rookie deal for two more years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So what they can try to do is max out one of the players, or even, you know, max out one and give the other one a hell of a deal where he really can't say no. Um, I don't. Jimmy, Jimmy already said he wants a max, so he ain't saying. But I mean, really, who gonna give? Who if, if Philly don't give Jimmy the max, who gonna give Jimmy the max? Somebody will give him the max because you're assuming that Jimmy's trying to win. Jimmy said he just wants the max. Oh, okay. Well, you know if, you just wanna, the... if you just want to get paid, brother, more power you to know, you. You know you know, Jordan out there thinking, man, if I man, get Jimmy look, Butler. <laughs> Mike, bro, look, I'm, I'm pulling for you, brother. But you you out here, you ain't making no moves, man. man. You know Mike going to give Jimmy Butler $187 million. If he, if he do that, okay, look, I'm cool with that. If he can, I mean, and I say that, and I say this because, and this is why I'm gonna say this, right? Nobody really wants to play in Charlotte. We can all agree to that. Yeah. Nobody wants to play in Charlotte, right? So if he can, some, and he should have 
a hell of a lot of cap space because he ain't got he ain't paying nobody really, right? You gotta pay Kimba. This okay, year. that's what I'm saying. So if, if he can if he can pay Kimba and Jimmy, I say let's do that, right? Because that will get you in the playoffs and will get you in the conversation. Nobody expects them to do anything anyway, right? Well, you so, forget that they do have some money tied up in like Nick Batum. That's why I think you can get Jimmy because they paying Nick Batum like twenty million dollars, twenty five mil. Man, look, Batum is making like Mac almost Mac, almost Mac, mid Mac see that, money. See, Batum got that that year that, <laughs> that uh, one year that one year that because remember Allen Crab got like eighty million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was they was giving out ridiculous contracts because what no free agents. So they was just signing whoever was available. You know what I'm saying? But that's my point. Jordan goes out and sign those type of people that are on their last leg. Now, it would make sense for Jordan to say, you know what? I'm going to steal Tobias Harris. I'm going to give Tobias Harris a match. I, I would do Tobias Harris yeah, before I would but, do but Jimmy. But he's not going to do it. He ain't going to do it. He you know, know, he going to give Jimmy Butler. Give J- you know why? Worth that thing. Yeah. I can, you know what I'm saying? Look, you can say whatever you want to say about Jimmy Butler. Dude works his ass off. So I, I get that. I personally would. But Philly's going to. I think Philly would rather have Tobias than Jimmy. Well, you should. He's the younger player, and he matches well. Well, not only that, though, he ain't – like, he doesn't care if he gets the ball 10 times a game or 30 times a game. And that's the difference between him and Jimmy. Well, he, the problem is with that. Like, I like I like that piece. I like that right there. Right. If you take Ben Simmons, Tobias right. Harris, right. and Joel Embiid. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. That's, because, that's a nice quote. Because Tobias not only can create his own shot – but if you put him out there with the second unit, he can still run it, and that way, and they can still get points on the board. You know what I'm saying? And he's a team-oriented guy that right. plays defense. Plays defense, two-way player. Yeah. The problem with that is now you, as management, you have to stop big game hunting. Now you have to go put shooters around them, true, true. and that's been the problem. The only shooters that they've had over the last three years, besides those rookies like Sarge and Covington, is JJ Reddick. Right, right. JJ Reddick already said if I think. Milwaukee or somebody, if they would offer him a two-year deal, he was gone. He was gone so yeah. JJ's up in age; he's not taking another one-year deal. So either they're gonna have to pay JJ, which I don't think they can afford to do. They can't do, or they're gonna have to go get some low-key right shooters. Well, you, to me, they messed up because what they should have did was instead of shipping out all their shooters, they should have kept they should have kept Muscala. You know what I mean? Just because. It would have been another shooter out there, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they gave up all their shooters. Yeah, they they was just like, yo, I mean, they got quality pieces for him, but he didn't think in the future like, yo, like when we get into the playoffs, this is when we start going deeper. He was only thinking about regular season, you know? What yeah, I'm saying? I think the team was actually built better last year, but the playoffs was a little tougher for him last yeah, year it was. because they ran into Boston, who right. was playing well. Exactly. But if yeah. you'd have brought that same team in, I think they would have beat Toronto because then you had Arson. You had Muscala, you had Robert Covington, Covington. you had Dario Sark. That and team was a lot more the, versatile. The problem with the problem with this team right here is that Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and I mean they get chased down blocks, but they ain't defending nobody. You know yeah. they ain't shutting nobody down, and that was and that was the case because you got Toronto who got Kawhi, who got uh, <clears throat> you know Siakam, he long. You got uh, Sergi Baca, he long. You know what I'm saying, and they can they can cover a lot of ground. And that's why I feel like they won that game seven because they they had four you know possessions where, you know, uh, Philly hit the, the the shot clock ran out. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was like they playing defense, but to but on but to uh, Philly wasn't playing defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they gave. I feel like they gave up way too much. I I get the quality pieces because they did get a great play in Tobias Harris, a great play in Jimmy Butler. But. But they didn't. They didn't actually say. I ain't mad at the Tobias Harris because I think that trade would have been there either way. Yeah. They didn't know that, but that trade would have been there yeah, sure, if you sure. would have just like waited. Yeah. And just did the Tobias Harris trade. Oh yeah, they, they would have been ill. Legit. They would have been ill because, because, because you know what? Then you would have had because because think about this. Tobias would have been the starting and the starting five, right? Yeah. But when you sitting in B now, now you got Covington, you got Tobias out there, you got JJ Reddick, you got you got TJ McConnell. You get not only do you got shooters, you got defenders. You know what I'm saying? So not only are they stopping, they making stops. They can still score. Right now, when the bench comes in, they really can't score. You know what I mean? And they had Sark, and I think they get. I think they gave up a Markel Fultz too soon. He had that shoulder injury, but I mean, I don't think they really gave him the leeway that he needed. If you watch him play, when he played, he still produced. He still he still was able to make plays. The problem was that they were trying to play him as a starter right. with. Ben Simmons and with uh, Joel Embiid. So yeah. when he would make a mistake, make a turnover, they would just pull him, would just pull him and kind of wore his confidence down. I think I don't think that's Elton Brand's fault. 
Because, you know, he just took over as GM, right? I so, think it's Mike Brown's fault. Yeah, it's 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 Brett Brown's fault. Yeah, Brett Brown. And also the previous GM, because I feel like when Elton Brand came into the deal, he looked at the team, he wasn't for sure about Markel's fault, so he can only go by what they were telling him. You know what I mean? And I feel like they put the bad news, oh, man, he ain't, we just need to get rid of him. You know what I mean? Well, the overall problem is they should not have traded up for the number one pick when you had Ben Simmons. True. Yeah, Ben Simmons was hurt, but they if you look at what they did, they drafted Ben Simmons number one. And then, ben Simmons had his, took sat out his rookie yeah. year. And then you turn around and trade up to yeah. draft another point guard that yeah. could not shoot. Right. So now you have two playmaking point guards because Markel Fultz could not shoot coming out of college. Right, right, right. So, well, I mean, at least he developed a 12-footer, though. But it doesn't matter. You don't need Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz together. Well, that's no, a, no, that's you a don't. bad strategy. You don't, but if you, if you played um, play Markel Fultz with the second unit, but and you're not drafting them the number one pick. Well, I know that. I'm just unit. saying. Yeah, they yeah, traded yeah. up to get Markel Folks when they already had Ben Simmons. True. true you true. could have just set it number three, chilled the fuck out, and then <laughs> you had your first round pick this year. Yeah. And you also would have had Jason Tatum. Man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, you trade up to go get Markel Folks, who didn't even fit your squad, Dang. instead of just sitting in three, chilling the fuck out. And then getting Jason Tatum. That that would have been a nice big three, man. You know, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, and Embiid. That that would have been killer, bro. Perfect. But that, but they they overplayed their hand. They were so used to playing these draft dominoes right, right. and accumulating assets, and you know, going. They said this is the best player. It doesn't matter if that's the best player if you're already look, set. You did. I, I I need to tell the NBA GMs, bro. Stop listening to that hype, bro. Yeah. Do your scouting. You know, what I'm saying read your reports, like. You know, go out and see these players yourself. You, you're sitting out here listening to these analysts talking about who's the best player, you know what I'm saying? And then you're drafted on that. Well, I, doing I, do, that I shit. feel like these niggas ain't even listening to their scouts. I no, think no, no I don't think they are either because, bro, like, this is just like an NFL draft. Uh, who did who did the Giants pick? Oh, Daniel Jones. Da- Daniel Jones, right? Nobody had Daniel Jones going to the, the first quarterback to be hey, drafted. Giants has three teams. No, nah, bro. No. Okay. No. Hey, that's nobody. The next, no. Next Manning, man. Nobody. No. Nobody was doing. Nobody was looking at his ass. You know what I'm saying? Just like and and I got, actually got proved wrong on this, but just like last year, Mitchell Trubisky came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He came out of nowhere because these people are not doing their due diligence, man. They're just listening to these scouts. And Mitchell Trubisky did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, but I, I but I feel like I feel like this year he's gonna have struggles because they got film on his ass. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, what a good thing about Mitchell Trubisky. I say this is the same way as I said about. Uh, Andy Dalton when he had Jay Groot. Right, right. They make plays to make him, but if you look at Trubisky actually play, yeah. he's not throwing the ball down the field. Mm-mm. He's not making several reads. And he, yeah, Everything he, he, he does is either at the line of scrimmage or right. behind the line and of scrimmage. And he's not even checking down either. He's like, he has it in his mind who he's going to throw yeah, to. Yeah. Same thing with Jared Goff. Yeah. I feel like Jared Goff is the same place. You get you get these good coaches, you know what I'm saying, like uh, uh, who's the coach for 49ers? I don't know that. One. I know Shanahan. That. Yeah, Shan. No, no. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. yeah. You look at look at what Matt Ryan did when Kyle Shanahan was the OC. Yeah. Boy, m- uh, MVP year went to the Super Bowl. And the running back. Right. <laughs> now next year, what happened? Got his ass whooped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, he got he got Matt Ryan 150 mil though. Boy, it was, okay, <laughs> all right. Same thing with uh, Jared Goff, right? Mm-hmm. When when Jeff Fisher was there, he was trash. Yes. That first year. Uh, Sean yeah, first year Sean McVay was there. This boy had an MVP year. You know, what I'm saying it's all about those coaches, man, and that's good and everything. But once they, you know, saying once those coaches leave or you know if they don't get developed, then they're not going. You know, they're not going to last long. You know what I'm saying? And that's and we need to get back to the NBA. But that's what we're trying to say, though. You're you know you're listening to these analysts and you're picking these guys that you didn't watch. You know, play any ball. You know, what I'm saying like I'm. They say like. If you if you didn't if you didn't complete sixty five percent of your passes, you don't need to be drafted for NFL. I don't even know what Daniel Jones did. Man. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what he did. But you take him over Drew Luck, you took him over Haskins. Like I, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm like Philly. They're they're not they're not like in dire trouble. Like they still have some move, maneuvering room. But I just feel like they locked themselves in like Houston did with Chris Paul, where you right. have success with those players, and then where do you go from there? Right. Then you end up signing Chris Paul to a four year, hundred and fifty million dollar contract, where in the next three years he's going to be making the same amount as Curry, right. and you just got washed without Kevin Durant. Where does Houston go from here? Well, see, they always do the fatal mistake, man. They always look at, especially when you do trades, they always look at what they've done previously. 
you know, saying Father Tom is undefeated, bro. So as a player gets older, he's going to do, you know, less and less. Other than LeBron, because LeBron is just a freak of nature, and he spends like a million dollars a year on trainers and supplements and whatever dietary shit. You know, other than LeBron, bro, when you when you hit that age, certain age, you can't. You're not going to do anything more than what you're doing right now. So when they when they end up signing Chris Paul. When it didn't work the first two years, and when it, when they they had him for a year, right, or two years, right? No, nah, they they only had him. They had him for a year before yeah, they gave him the max. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he he know. I mean, Chris Paul is the Chris Paul is the president of the NBA Players Union. So right. he what he pretty much did was he kind of used a obscure rule that nobody even knew about mm-hmm. to get him. There was like a certain date. That's why he got traded way earlier than most people do mm-hmm. because there was a certain date that he could be traded by where Houston can retain his bird rights. So what he did was he manipulated and that same rule they were able to give because mm-hmm. the time that they did it, they were able to get him for just expiring contracts. If you remember mm-hmm. that, they just sent him like Patrick Beverly and like 12 expiring contracts that right. meant nothing. So they pretty much got him for free. Right. Which, you know, um, Clippers didn't care because they can cut him all yeah. and they probably, he's the player you, you got to keep him happy. Kind of, yeah, right. So when they got him, Houston was put in a situation where they didn't have any choice. They had to kind of sign him because then he could leave, but if he leaves, you can't replace him with a player making the same amount of money. That's true, but it's just like you got to look at it and be like, look at what he did in L.A. Look at the players that he had in L.A. You know what I'm saying? We bring him over here for the first year. Look at what we did. We didn't make it to the championship. It's kind of like, come on, bro. I mean, just let it just let it go and regroup. I feel like they were like, man, if we don't sign on somebody else. Well, well, of course. But look at him now. You know, and of course they would have got flack for it back in the day. All they did resign Chris Paul. But look at it now. Everybody's like, "Why are you paying Chris Paul and for the next three years at 120?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't, you can't make them happy. You can't make the analysts happy no matter what. So you might as well say, "Fuck it. Let's try to let's try to downgrade and get a, a up and coming Chris Paul." You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I guess, but Houston put themselves in a bad situation because if you you've been eliminated by Golden State, I believe four straight four years. Four straight years, right? What where you go now after being eliminated by Golden State? Without Kevin Durant, you lost Game Five when Kevin Durant get, got hurt. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, that was a close game. That was a game you should have won. Should have won. Well, yeah. that's in Golden State. Okay, you go back to Houston, and you lose that game. And for some reason, James Harden always plays trash at home and close out games. Does. You can't depend on him. Can't depend. On Even him. though he had the points, he didn't have the plays. So everybody wants to point to the stats. You can point to the stats, but if you look at the game, he didn't make the plays. Curry mm-hmm. and Clay made the plays that mm-hmm. you need to win the game. You cannot lose that game if you're going to be the MVP of the league. Right, right, right. So he has to. I mean, I don't know what Houston does here. I feel like they have to fire Dan Tony. Well, they got to fire Dan Tony. But then, if you fire Dan Tony, right? Then the the team that you got right now, it ain't gonna function under no other coach because y'all built that team for Dantoni, right? So he's like, not you, necessarily. Uh, I mean, I mean that team. Capella, Capella ain't got no jumper, no post moves. He's basically just a running gun type player. But he's know? a he's a um, he's a rim protector. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Can, and then you got James Harden, who no matter what offense you play, you have to protect him off the right. pick and roll. But you paid Capella eighty eight million. To get double doubles, not just to but protect can, the rim. He, he, he can still do that. Uh, I mean, he? He, yeah. Can he? Yeah. I mean, where was he at this playoffs? I mean, when you got him guarding, if he ain't anytime he's not playing Golden State, he good. <laughs> when you got him guarding Curry on the perimeter, you ain't gonna you worried about Bro, not getting mixed. Look, you got Andrew Bogut and Andrew Bogut played two minutes. He started for you, two minutes. You got, Andrew, you got Andrew Bogut playing you, and then you also got Looney playing you. Now Looney. You don't say he's a good defender, bro, but you got size on Looney, so you should really house Looney. You know what I'm saying? Why everybody be sleeping on Looney? I'm not sleeping on Looney, bro. I'm just saying. champion. (laughs) (laughs) Better respect my man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sleeping on Looney. All I'm saying is is that Clint Capella should should be able to still still do what he do with Looney only. It might make it a little tougher. But he can do what he do. But you got you got Looney shutting him down. So it's like shit. I might as well give Looney the eighty eight mil. Yeah, but I mean that's the, that's their offense. You could put. You don't really know what Capella can do because that's the situation that his coach Dan and Tony's putting him in. If you put him in that situation to just catch the lob and they guard against the lob, then he's gonna be. Bro, even before Dan Tony got there, he didn't have no post moves. He ain't got no jump hook. He, he ain't got no jump. I mean, nobody. I mean, but they ain't developing him though, bro. 
He developed enough to give him a hundred mil. No, no, <laughs> he had that. He had that, that. team had that good year. Where hey, before the injury, before the injury, he was a consistent double double player. All right, man. man I'm, I'm just saying, saying bro. Man, I'm just saying, I'm man. I'm just saying, man. You can only do what the coach puts you in position to do. And this team is still built to win. Unfortunately, they just may be like the Seattle Supersonics. Or I, I, Utah I, I, I get that, though. But as a player, though, why would you want to be if, – if, if I'm in the NBA, I'm trying to I'm trying to develop my skills myself. Why, do, why am I waiting on the team to do it? Because you're you're playing as a team, you're doing what it the don't team matter. Needs to do. He can still practice on shooting jumper, jump hook. Cause look, if this shit don't work and they fired Antonio, somebody else come in. You know what I'm saying? They rather play Nene. They rather play. Uh, oh no, Kenneth they, Reed. They playing him. He he making thirty. <laughs> so he secured the bag. They, he's getting minutes now. Well, what I'm saying is, when you got Fareed backing you up, a guy who can do all those things, I say Capella can't do. You know what I'm saying? If he could, he wouldn't be on the bench for the last three years. While, while uh, Clint Capella was out, but he was hooping. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I don't think he got a minute. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean well, of course, because you pay you yeah. the 88 mil. But what I'm saying is the boy can still play because he was a walking double-double himself. But, he was, but to me, he was playing a little better than Capella was. Man, so, and then, you know, from, well, like I said, Houston's in trouble. Okay. They, you can't. You can't lose that game six, but I mean, I guess they go back to the drawing board. Yeah, try man. to do the same thing. Maybe KD leave and they still gonna get their ass busted. Yeah, they are, but you, you know, know they I mean? they gonna say, "Oh, KD ain't gonna be there, so now we got a chance." We all know they really don't because because look at this now. Cousins got hurt, right? Ain't nobody gonna sign Cousins. He coming back, so he coming him. back. Yeah. Hey, and this injury ain't even as bad as the Achilles. That means right. he's gonna start training camp. That means go to stake and sign this boy for. You know, they probably can get him on a long term, like a ten million, like a, yeah. a, a four year forty million or something like and that. They, well they that's what he got offered last year, so they probably step it up just a little bit. As, out of respect. But out of respect, I wouldn't give him no more than fifty five mil. I mean you can give him I can give him fifteen per so that's yeah. four years sixty. Sixty if he yeah, say yeah. four years sixty after that. the injury history. Yeah. I mean you could probably get him and if I'm I'm convinced KD's leaving now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for so sure. So if for KD sure. leave, they got that space because he's the only max contract everybody else bird right? right. You throw him if you willing to pay the tax. Right. Throw him that light four year sixty. Or you can do a two year sixty. Yeah, yeah. Either way. You know what I'm saying? That's a light little contract. Either way, because because he gonna get the chip this year. Well, they're going to make it to the finals, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I think, you know what? I think Kawhi going to actually make it to the finals, bro. I think he's going to get past Giannis, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That, Kyrie mean, weak ass. Man, look, I'm a Boston fan. Kyrie weak. I can't wait for that nigga to get his weak ass about him. My, no, my city, bro. Yeah, he going with KD. You know I don't give a fuck. Where he go? He, get the fuck up out hey, of here, bro. You can't wait to get out. <laughs> Shit. Hey, man. Hey. Salt his ass. Oh, my God. This nigga plays so hey, terrible, bro. Hey, he said that he he got that mamba mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, better, for, it's better for me to shoot 37% 37 times than any, any of you bum niggas. Hey, you know what? I want to make this clear, bro. Kyrie was the third option on the Cavs, bro. Okay. No, we, no, that's that's ridiculous. Kevin Love was hooping, bro. No, you know what I'm saying. No. And we see go it right back, now. You ain't no star, nigga. Bro, you know what I'm saying. You, you go you, back and look at that three-one, <laughs> that three-one comeback. Kevin Love disappeared. Now, now LeBron, Kevin Love averaged fourteen no. boards. Bro, not in that three-one. Yeah, when did. they were down three-one, yeah, he was asleep. He wasn't sleeping. Kyrie was. Y'all wasn't giving him no shots, man. The, Kyrie shooting 35 hey, shots. LeBron shooting 35 shots. The same thing that y'all hating on about Kyrie is what he did to bring them back in 3-1. That's what he did. Attack, attack, attack. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not talking about his attacking skills. I'm talking about the terrible, poor shooting, the, the shots that he took. You can shoot all day, bro, but you taking the terriblest shots. He always the, took them shots. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. The, 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 the winner in uh for game seven, this nigga came down by yourself and took a step back three. That, that That's cool. That's but, not but a good he, shot. But you by yourself, though. I'm talking about. No, he had Curry on him. It, <laughs> go look at that shot. Ain't nobody worried about Curry on oh, defense, okay. bro. Okay. Ain't nobody worried about Curry on defense, bro. So, All I'm saying is the so boy missing. So, the so, boy so, missing but you worried about Bledsoe, huh? I ain't worried about Bledsoe either. And, and that's oh, what he was shooting oh, on. Oh, Bledsoe weak to the motherfucker too. That's the point. He had Bledsoe on. He's supposed to cook Bledsoe. He just missed. Nah, bro. Look, what, what I'm saying, look, I know a shooter's going to shoot, bro, but Kyrie can get to the rim at any point in time. It's a difference when you just a shooter, like a, like a, a Kyle Corbett, and you can't really do nothing else but shoot, or you a Kyrie and Steph Curry. 
Curry does it all the time, bro. If he misses three, four threes, yeah, he keeps shooting, but at the same time, he still trying to get to the rim. Kyrie wasn't doing that, bro. All yeah. he was doing was just coming down and just jacking. Well, the problem is he was doing that. He was just missing layups. He was going to the rim, and and his defense. I mean, he's not getting to the rim and going scoring against Looney. When you go to the rim on Milwaukee Bucks, you got Giannis, you got Brooke Lopez. True. You, you got True. Nikola Mirotic well, down well, there. But draw contact instead of trying to do all well, this. Well, he was. The, 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 the defense. No, he was trying to do the, the oop-de-loop. You have to. You got, behind the head. You got three seven-footers down there. You Bro. can't just go and just, you know, they Man. ain't calling that. When, Man, so yeah. you got Giannis down there. If you go up there straight up trying to draw a foul, you know what you're going to get? The ball smacked back in your face. <laughs> and the ref looking at you like, hey, that's, he wasn't kicking, that's Giannis. He wasn't kicking out. To who? Jalen Brown? So, it he, don't ma- so he can shoot 0 for 17? Jalen Brown had a good series nah, shot good, nah, bro. Hey, hey Kyrie seen that Cleveland tape. He ain't trusting them, man. Look, over man, 17, look, bro. Over Jalen 17. Jalen Brown had a good series. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, he didn't show up either. Shot 27%. Al Horford was hooping. Oh, you kicking it to him? You know he kick- hey, that's the only one he was kicking it to. He was the only one he was kicking to, but Jalen Brown, if you look at Jalen Brown shooting 43%, bro. Hey, through the whole series. Jalen Brown shot over 17 against Cavs. I don't I ain't, care, I ain't, man. I ain't kicking it to him. I don't care, man. That's, that's, that was Isaiah Thomas days. <laughs> what? Uh, so what do you think about Denver and Portland? Denver had that game won, and then they yep. let C.J. McCollum just start they cooking They let C.J. McCollum, a.k.a. Stephon Arkell, boy. He looked <laughs> look like Urkel when he take the glasses Ooh. off. Uh, man, he was cooking, bro. Hey, okay, I, got, I do got to ask you this, though. Whose shot was better? Dames? For the, the the thirty-seven footer on OKC or Kawhi's over Joel Embiid. Uh, I like Dames. You like Dames? Yeah, I, like I don't Dames. know, man. I like I like Kawhi's man because not only was that nigga falling back out of bounds and shoot it over a seven footer, but I knew what he was doing though because he went exactly that's the his side of the court though. That right side of the court is yeah. the, that's his side of the court. So when he took it over there, he had a very I knew he was gonna make that shit. But. But yeah, but I mean, it, it, you kind of had nothing to lose. Like, it's both shots are really good, and we praise them for it. But mm-hmm. it ain't like those shots were like down by two, you hit a three. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Yeah, both yeah. those shots are like no lose shots. The time if, when it, yeah. if I miss those shots, we go to overtime. overtime right. I can shoot. I can shoot a sky hook from half court. If I hit, oh my god, that's a great shot. But if I miss, who cares? You're going in overtime. All I say is both of them niggas shot up with confidence, though. It's it's a difference when you just kind of shoot a shot and you hope it go in. Like, them brothers knew that shit was going to go in. Because Dame, Dame just stood there with dribbling the ball like, yo, I'm finna just I'm finna just drop this nigga as soon as this clock go down. I give you Dame. Kawhi didn't know that shit was going in. He was sitting there. He was enjoying no, the bitch. He was enjoying the sitting there praying. No, Kawhi, Kawhi was like, this about to go in, bro. Same thing Nick Nurse said. Nah, he was Nick sitting there like, like, I hope it goes hey, in. He's hit three shots this season from that side of the court. And game winners. And I'm talking about big time. I ain't talking about no no trash team. I'm talking about big time games, bro. I knew that shit was gonna go in. I don't know, man. I don't think he was as confident as you, man. Uh, that shit hey. bounced. That shit hit every part. I of I mean, no, no. He got a lucky roll for sure. <laughs> he, like, he got a lucky roll for sure. But if you look, if you look at the stance, the follow through, pop of the wrist. You know what I'm saying? Like Kyle Washington said on Bud the Rim, got to flick that wrist. And truth be told. If he made the free throw, they wouldn't have to deal with it. Boy, that's true. You know what I'm saying? He missed the free throw, and he threw a turnover to Jimmy Butler, too. Yeah, yeah. He was he was on some fuckery. He was. But uh, back to, you think Portland got a chance against Golden State? After man, I, I mean, not this year, man. I think next year is going to be their year. You know what I'm saying? If you look at last year, total disappointment. This year, they've taken out two very good teams. Um, I just think that with, with the – I think with game uh, – Going against the, the Nuggets, they went game seven. I think I kind of wore them out a little bit because those was close games plus that four four overtime game. So I think uh, Warriors going to get them in six. I think it's going to be a sweet 4-0. The problem, the problem with Portland is they don't match up well against Golden State because everything that they do well, Golden State does better. Right, true. And they don't play they don't play defense as well as Golden State. Nah, they so they can't know. stop them. They can't but shoot as good. I th- but they had a better shooting year this year, and I feel like – I feel like it's going to be two games that either Dame and CJ both get hot or one or the other get hot and they go for 50 and then they win the game. I'm pretty sure that when they played them in the past, both them niggas been hot and they still got swept. We're we going to see, though. <laughs> <laughs> you going to have big Canter down there getting get it done. <laughs> well, you know Canter is damn near unplayable against hey, Golden State. Bro. 
Kenner can't guard no pick and rolls, and everybody on Golden State know it. Hey man, Kenner's out there housing, bro. He's out there. He out there hooping. Hey, he, man. Yeah, he's housing against Denver. Hey, you, hey, you, you Stephen Adams too. He's giving yeah, down yeah. with the business. So, so who he gonna house against on Golden State? I don't know. Because <laughs> on that pick and roll, he gonna have to guard Curry. True, and he can't do that. Can't Everybody do that, know yeah. he can't do it. And I, I guarantee, uh, he's uh, part of the reason why Golden State came back on OKC because he was unplayable. Mm-hmm. They kept running pick and rolls, Ed Canner, and he yeah. was so bad that they couldn't even play him, even though he was leading the league mm-hmm. in offensive and rebounds, rebounds yeah. off the bench. So one of their biggest weapons, they couldn't even play him during that season because he was getting killed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out something though. Um, you hope they get. But sick. I, nah, bro. I think I think they'll lose the first game. Win the second game in in Oracle, go home, lose the first game in Portland, win the second game in Portland, and then the Warriors close them out. So uh, who you got? Who you got in the finals? Toronto Warriors. Who you got winning? Warriors. I got Giannis against the Warriors. And you got Giannis coming out top. Hell, hell no! I ain't oh, crazy. Okay, okay. Uh, Warriors gonna win, but I think they gonna get. They, I think it's gonna be tough. No, you, you you know what, bro? It's gonna be tough for it's gonna be tough for Giannis. And um, as you've seen in Boston, game one, when they had a solid game plan for him defensively, um, he he struggled, and he didn't he didn't particularly shoot the best at the free throw line. He's getting better at free throws. Uh, but now you got to think Toronto don't have to do the wall. They got they got Ibaka and they got Siakam who are long enough to guard Giannis one on one. Can they can they shut him down? Of course not. But at the same time, they can make it very difficult for him. And then Kawhi gonna help out as well. So I don't know, man. It might be. Yeah, tough I thought on. the same thing about Boston. I thought Boston gonna shut down the lane. They got Horford. They can give him trouble. They right. got big man inside. And you know what Giannis said? Fuck all that. I'm smashing on everybody. Nah, man. I ain't. I ain't. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm saying, but hey, Kawhi, hey. It sounds good. Yeah, club, right, man. It, it like, sounds, we we, we might take a little gentleman's bet on yeah, that. We might, cause it sounds good. Yeah, I'm I'm telling, I, I think know. I think Kawhi coming out because he, he gonna he gonna shut up all these all these haters out here, man. Well, talking about haters, yeah. What's up with your boy Fifty hating on everybody? <laughs> on him a little change. He, <laughs> hey, man, you too rich to be sweating, my boy Jackie. Oh, about three k. Man, look, Fifty <laughs> said, look, it don't matter how much it is. It can be three k. It can be a million, bro. He need his cash, man. You know what I'm saying? He likes Samuel Jackson and don't be in a menace society. Ain't it about time to pay my money? Yeah, but man, <laughs> he's going out. He's going out of hand. He's just trolling now and calling people out. I mean, that was three thousand. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, oh, his his home, his business partner. He called him out. Well, now like, see, look, the Jackie Long situation. Jackie Long did it to itself because Fifty didn't put out no video on Jackie Long. He actually shouted out Jackie Long and was like. Yo, you know, Jackie Long took care took care of me with the cash app, everything like that. Jackie Long then went on Instagram and tried to clear up the situation, but there wasn't no situation. And then even in the story, 50 reposted it and was like, he ain't being truthful. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Jackie Long brought it on himself. I don't know what happened between 50 and his business partner, but he pissed off 50 in some way. And he was on him and his wife's head. I like the way that 50 takes what people say about him and he uses it for his own benefit because this whole thing actually, this, he calls himself 50, not 50, <laughs> right. because uh, old young buck tried to make fun of him and post a dude that looked like 50, like spoiled on steroids, right, trying to right. say he's like the Hulk, we're going to call him 50. So basically, 50 stole that persona, right, right, made it his own. And now he's profiting off of it and it's bringing him views. So something that was used to make fun of 50 Cent, right. 50 took it from him, just like a Tierra Marie Tierra, song, yeah. and he used it to his advantage to get more attention to himself. When is these niggas going to stop playing with 50, man? Look, man? Hold on. First of all, Tierra Marie went on the radio and said that she made the song to get at 50 and then people liked it. First of all, I ain't heard the song. I ain't but, heard it either. But second of all, I know I don't like it. I don't, you, know, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, it ain't worth. It ain't even worth listening. It ain't to. worth listening to. Like, so I don't know what she was talking about. But yeah, it's like. And then if you listening to it, you probably just paying fifty anyway. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, ain't no, you got to be. You got to feel shitty to the motherfucker to take a man to court to try to sue him, and then you lose. Now you got to pay this man the money. And it didn't even have anything to do with him. You just yeah. randomly kind of out of the blue blamed him because. Well, now it was. It was. He more, put the information that he put out was stuff that was already out. She just went. It was. About but what I'm saying, trying yeah, to get a check. She was like, yeah. For one, she was trying to get a check, but you know, she was just mad. 
you know, you know, something happened to you, you just get mad at everybody. You know, no, what I'm she was trying to get a check because there was a bunch of people saying that same shit. She went after Fifty because Fifty got paper. And she was trying to get a check. She lost and ended up having to pay fifties lawyer fees. So and trying to get a check, he went in debt. Right. So that's that's the problem. That's crazy. And then then a uh, young buck, he trying to go with fifty. Don't have no leverage. He signed a fifty. Fifty own all his rights. He's in debt with fifty. Yeah. He mad because fifty won't release his album, so he pissed fifty off even more. <laughs> that makes sense. Like these things are dumb, yeah. man. It's it's crazy because it's like like they always say, don't bite the hand to feed your young buck, bro. Like you are. Out here starting trouble. You need to be on your best behavior, bro. Trying to get this paper, man. Like you all, you know, when you went to jail, you didn't have no money. Before you went to jail, you didn't have no money because you was in you was in a uh, tax debt. Fifty paid that off. Now you're supposed to be working on this album to pay fifty back, and you out here, you know, starting trouble just because you got caught up with a transgender. <laughs> fifty ain't even really mentioned that though. No, but he. <laughs> he has it though. No, he, he did though. He, he, he posted an Instagram clip and he was like. uh he was like, he was like, new music coming soon. He was like, he was like, at least we got the support of the LBGTQ or whatever they. But that ain't, that ain't really this one, no. He he's careful. He don't really want to. He don't really want to mess. With oh no, you don't want to piss off that uh, that organization for sure. But. Yeah, well, I'm, that's the only thing that I've really seen Fifty kind of be scared of. He don't really hit them or say nothing wrong. Hey, you know, you man got to know his limits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he he know who to talk to. Oh, I'm just saying, young buck is just. He out there, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then you want to talk about go bar for bar? Come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, I ain't never listened to a young buck CD bro, tape you, and been like, man, he got age. bars. Tony Ayo hotter than you, bro. Yeah. And Tony Ayo ain't even no rapper. 50 just put him on because he came off of jail. He was like, man, we're going to put you out of the album. Young buck think he hot, though. Young oh, Buck okay. think he hot, though, man. Why Cash Money didn't sign you then? Because he signed with 50, man. Nah, bro. He, he, was, he was torn with Cash Money. <laughs> they was letting him open up, but they wouldn't give him a contract. And yeah, then 50 man. stole him. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you were so hot, why why Wayne didn't sign what Baby didn't sign you so hot? They wasn't talking about giving him the right money, man. And then he heard he heard that Baby was stealing their money. He only went to 50, man. Nah, man. He, didn't nobody care. Everybody heard Baby was stealing money. <laughs> <laughs> they still signed with his hand because they think it's not true. Hey, Baby was signing these niggas for giving them. A, a convertible, <laughs> baby, baby, giving you a a Mercedes Benz with a with a package of Skittles. And yeah, hey, hey, mm. and you sign over all your royalties for life, right? And I give you one Bugatti. The only part, the only two people that were smart in that aspect was Drake and Nicki Minaj, because they wasn't going. And and baby need them more than they need him, so he made them contracts. T- he made them contracts. Right. I don't know. You know, I've, I've heard about Drake, and I don't know if the contracts was tight. It was just they signed to Young Money. So actually, Wayne did their contract, right, right. but the all the money flowed through Baby, so he had the contract. So basically, Wayne made sure that Nicki Minaj and Drake got paid, right. but he was kind of screwed on the money he was supposed to be getting for the label. For label That's yeah. why he yeah. went back and went out. So Nicki and um Nicki and uh, Drake don't have any problems because they always got their check. Right, right. But the problem was is that Wayne didn't get the money he was supposed to see from the label. That's why he won that lawsuit yeah. and he got full rights. Outside of cash money, a lot of people don't get to keep their label, their artists out on top of getting paid. So Wayne had to go through a struggle, but I mean, he came out on top in the long run. But you know, they say that Drake shouldn't even sign because he he had the hottest album out. He shouldn't even. Yeah, that that makes that he came out with. Well, I guess it was an album, but yeah, but the first album before his actual first album. Yeah, that was the that was the hottest shop album, and he literally signed to an artist that was signed to a label. You know what I'm saying? Right. well, he no, no, he, he but, well, no, he did it right though because when Young Money came out, they were strong. You know, you got Drake, you, Nicki Minaj, Tiger. But you're still signing to an artist that signed to a label. Well, true. The money is flowing down. But in, in, in his mind, he was like, "Yo, we gonna be." He they were trying to take over like G Unit did back in the day, like Dipset did back in the day, Rough Riders back in the day, Rockefeller back in. You know what I'm saying? They was just all trying to be like, "We're gonna be a powerhouse." And it, it started out to be good, but then Tiger wasn't getting paid, so he's not making music. Uh, you know. Well, everybody gets screwed. So I guess I mean if you get, they probably get got screwed less than anybody. True. true. So I mean everybody when you first sign, they say you get screwed. So at least they had somebody like Wayne actually looking out for their best interest, and they made he made sure they got paid and everything was right. So when they went on to do their own business, they didn't make the same mistakes that Wayne made. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta applaud that. But they they should have pulled a they should have did what Wiz Khalifa did. Wiz Khalifa said we signed and everything 50, 50 down down the middle. You know what I'm saying? All I want you to do is, is promote our albums. You know what I mean? You don't got to give me no cash up front, nothing like that. Just, you know, pay for my merch. 
produce my album, we done. You know, and that's that's a smart way to go about it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, this music business seems shaky. It's hard to make money. If you're not intelligent going in, basically, if you ain't if you ain't backed by drug money and able to make your own demands, <laughs> there ain't really nobody that's really making it unless you coming in with your own dope money. Well, no, because Wiz, Wiz was similar to Drake. He had he had a nice catalog, couple of hot mixtapes before he signed. Well, I don't even know who he signed to, but before he signed to whoever he, he signed wasn't to. He signed to nobody. Did he not sign anybody? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, but, but when the labels were approaching him, he, he already had that catalog where he was like, I don't need y'all, you know, to advance or this, that, and third. So he should have went, the, Drake should have went that route because, shit, Drake's contract had to give, uh, had to give Baby seven albums. Like, that's unheard of, bro. Drake had to give Baby seven albums. Seven, like, he, he, he had to, his obligation to Young Money was seven albums. Cause he it, made seven albums? No, nah, he couldn't have been seven albums. Yes, album. he, didn't, he didn't make seven albums. Well, I mean, they're counting mixtapes and albums together. Oh, but he, that's seven. A, that's a sucker deal. I can shoot three mixtapes out in a year. I'd do that deal right now. <laughs> <laughs> I give you niggas a quadruple nah, dick, a quadruple dick mixtape nah, right man. now. It had, be, it had to be quality music, bro. Hey, nah, you can't. It, it can't. Yeah, it can't. It can't be like them French Montana mixtapes when we got yeah, one hey, hot hey, song. Ain't nobody ever said you gotta put out uh, seven quality albums. That's what it. Hey, I don't believe it. That's what he said. Cause no, nah, cause he came out in the media. He was like, he was like, this is my last album on Young Money. Yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah, man. I don't know, man. And seven quality though. Hey, oh, you, you know, that, you know, being petty, <laughs> just just like Instagram is being like uh, Aisha Curry, petty. Hey, is it hard <laughs> I don't mean, look, Hey, you know, I mean, I think they be a little petty on it because you know they going to. All she was saying is she doesn't get the attention that she feels like she deserves. Why do you deserve it? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just so that's my point. But, why, why do you? Deserve but they going off talking about you know she she gonna be cheating on stuff and this and that. No, I mean. You know, I guess I guess she feels like that. You know, these these, these females be coming at Steph, and she got something to offer to the table too. So she she trying to get that. That's dumb though. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are you out in these streets? So that's my problem, man. Everybody always talk about how hard it is to be a woman. How hard is it to be a man? So you got on the one side, they don't want you hollering at them. They don't want you, but that only goes for niggas they don't like. They only yeah, go yeah, for the yeah. people they call ugly yeah, or yeah, whack. Yeah, sure, but yeah. if, if you're not, if you don't, if you if they don't consider you ugly or whack, then they want you to, or they want you to be aggressive. Right, right. Well, how do I know? I can't read your mind. Exactly. How do I know? You, 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 you got to shoot your shot you know and, and, hope, and hope for the best. I see a bunch of ugly motherfuckers with pretty girls. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they think. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so you can't. You so you go. Yeah, because Gucci man ugly. Yeah. So, yeah, so you don't know what people are looking for, but then you want people to know the standard. These stand. These rules work. For people I like, yeah, but they don't work for people I don't like. It, it's bad if I don't like them. How do you know? I I don't know. Would well, you know? I, I think it is though. You know, Steph. You know, he's blown. He's like seriously blown up in the last five years. You know what I mean? So he's he probably getting hollered at. You know, supermodels, hollering celebrities. They all shooting their shot. You know, Steph. You know, he got a little swag to him. A little light skinned brother. You know what I'm saying? But Steph. Steph is approachable though. That's the problem. That's Steph true. Is approachable. That's true. Steph and and that's another thing too. Like they don't understand that when you're approachable, like females always say that. Okay, if they if they see a female they feel like is less attractive than them, and they say, "Oh, y'all didn't want to holler at ugly bitches." No, that's not the case. A girl can be cute and be hella approachable, super cool, where you can do where you feel comfortable going up and talking to her and exchanging, and that's cool. But another another chick can be hella bad. And have an attitude and just look at you funny for even you trying to walk up and say, hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Aisha Curry don't even look like the type that would be approachable. Like, she looks nah, like the... because she, she light-skinned. Old... Nah, not that. Not that. <laughs> nah, I ain't saying that. I'm just saying because she she puts off the persona. You know, she has kids. They put their kids out there. Right, right, right. You know, they put off the ultimate family model. You know, the cook. They do everything together. Mm-hmm. They So why would somebody approach you? And on top of that, when you're separated, you seem like you got a bad attitude. Right. Well, like, even the little misunderstanding that Houston in the club, dude said he just accidentally bump her. She go off and cuss him out. Like, mm-hmm. she does not seem like the type that you approach with that, which I thought that's what she was trying to give off. Right. If that's what you're trying to do, then it's working. Why are you going to say you're not getting attention from him? You don't want the attention because you want people to respect your right. marriage you want people to respect you and then it, the people do it then you'd be like well i kind of think that's kind of my self-esteem well no see i think that <laughs> she don't want the attention but now she's seeing steph get the attention and steph he a good dude so he probably curving these females left and right you know what i'm saying but 
but he probably, you know, rubbing in her face a little bit, like, you know, some such and such trying to holler at me or whatever. So now she she trying to uh now she feel like, Well, I need that in my life, you know what I'm saying? So we can make it even. But no, you ain't approachable as that though. Well that's dumb though. <laughs> that's the problem with the world today is everybody is seeking attention everybody is trying to get attention that's the whole problem with instagram everybody is on instagram everybody's using filters right. trying to look better than they are trying to get people to get them attention just so they can curve right women right. get like motivation <laughs> from curving niggas all right. the time like you just want somebody to holler at you so you can hey, tell them nah you ugly that's just, <laughs> the filters is a self-esteem builder bro you know they, they build self-esteems out here because like they need to, hey, they should take, they talking about taking likes off of Instagram, they take filters off of Instagram. I'm, I'm trying to see who the hell I'm talking to on this. Nah, moment. they ain't taking filters off. They gonna take them likes off, though. They ain't taking filters off. Filters is making the money. They True. got, they took, so, this is the crazy thing about Mark Zuckerberg. He literally have all these other companies that he's bought. Right. Just to steal the most popular features and put it on Facebook. Now you look at Facebook. Facebook is a Facebook and Instagram is a combination of things that he's yeah. stolen. So everything like so he took Instagram. I mean yeah. he took Snapchat. Right. Then he took all the best features from Snapchat. Video and, and all that. Yeah. And then he put it on Instagram. Okay. Now Instagram uses those best features, and then he took the best features from Instagram and he put it on Facebook. So you go on Facebook, it almost looks the same as a timeline and a story. True. Then you do filters and the same stuff. So face he just using all this stuff to make Facebook better. Right. When you should have just shut. If you was gonna do that, you should have just shut it down yeah, and been like, "All right, ain't no more Instagram, ain't no more Twitter, bro." Just and then now, now Instagram is still kind of more pop. Instagram is more popular than Snapchat. Yeah. But now he just links it with Facebook, so now they're together. Right. Right. You know so what I'm saying? Anything you post on uh, Instagram will go on your Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Because Instagram, for some reason, Instagram is pretty much almost like if you have a Facebook and an Instagram, the Instagram is just pretty much like your app for Facebook. Right. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Well, I know when, when I'm, I've never been a Facebook fan, but when Instagram came out, I was like, I'll never get a Facebook. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so I, I guarantee a lot of people are starting to convert, convert over. Yeah. Uh, so now they're trying to find a way to link Instagram and Facebook because people probably spend way more time on Instagram than they do Facebook. Yep. You true. know what I'm saying? Because it's just more on demand. You ain't got to deal with all the other stuff. You don't see everybody's moods and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Right, you see right. what you want to see. You can filter it out. It's just pictures, funny memes. You know, it's real basic stuff. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But I hate you, man. Yeah, you don't need that attention, man, to do your cooking shows and kick it with the with the OG Riley and you just chill out, man. I mean, Steph's making ninety million just off just off Under Armour. What you got to complain about? And he got a two hundred million dollar contract. He got yeah. he got three years, one hundred and twenty million left on his contract. The same as the OG Hall of Famer Chris Paul. Hey, they work the same. <laughs> How the hell is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> they both got three years, one hundred and twenty million dollars left. That's Same crazy. impact, you know what I mean? Hey, Steph need to get some of them, uh, some of them uh, payless models, and just have them come over to the crib and just just compliment Aisha all day. Cause compliment, just compliment all day. Like, girl, damn, you look good drinking that coffee. <laughs> oh man, girl, you make the hell out of them muffins, girl. Man. But think, speaking of coffee, my, my my guys from Game of Thrones oh, messed man. up on the last episode, but they yeah, back, they you know what I'm saying? They got it back. What you think of this last episode, man? man Cersei got washed. Man, look. The Mad King is back. Like, yeah, Mad Queen now. Yeah, Mad Queen. Yeah, I knew I knew Daenerys, man. Like, it was, they were building it up for this to happen. She was just, she just got overwhelmed, man. Like, you know, she had a solid plan and it was working. And then things, you know, sometimes things just start going left, man, and there, there ain't no explanation why, and they just do, and she didn't take it well, so, you man. know, I feel like, I mean, I feel like she was dead wrong for burning down, burning down the uh, King's Landing like she did, but. Hey, you heard what she told John? It's all John's fault, man. All she wanted was a kiss from her nephew. Man. She didn't, she didn't, <laughs> the nephew didn't want to get auntie no kiss, and she <laughs> said, it'll be fair then. You know what I mean? Hey, he said, look, we can't do that no more. Oh, we family, man. Come here, come here, give your auntie a kiss. Man, he said, nah. no. He said, all right, it's going to be fair then. He was then. like, no, nah, we can't be kissing on the mouth no more. Kiss me on nah, the cheek. Nah, nah. And so, so that's what, the, listen, she had the word. She lost the best friend. She did. You know what I'm saying? She lost a dragon when she feel like it's a kid. Right, right. A little side piece, boy. Boyfriend didn't want to mess with her no more. Said they should just be friends. Yeah, you know what I mean, because yeah. he, he respects. See that? Look, that's what I tell you, man. John, John Snow, aka the Southern Ed Stark. Man. You know what I'm saying? The honorable man. Same thing with Aisha Curry. The reason why people are not hollering you is because Steph is a good dude. Okay, I don't believe that. Steph is no, bro. He a good dude. He a good 
God fearing dude. Man. He take care of his family, bro. He don't even be cussing. He shout out the Lord every time he make a three bro, point. But you, bro. Can't, you can't tell me that people ain't hollering at Steph a good dude. Steph a good dude. Steph Same is, thing with Jon Snow. People hate on Steph all the time. They ain't. They not hate on Steph as a as bro, a basketball bro. If you ain't nobody out here respecting Steph like that, bro. If you try to holler at Aisha, you don't go to hell, bro. <laughs> straight up. But straight that, up. Boy, you got people out here trying to holler at the preacher's wife, but you can't holler at You can't holler at Aisha, man. I'm trying to tell you. Get out of here, bro. ain't got rules, but the same thing. Get out of here, bro. John Snow is an honorable man, so he didn't. He respected John too much to be like, man, you belong to John now. I can't fool with you, bro. Man, I, I don't know, man. I don't, like I said, I don't really know. I don't really know how women like Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> they be disrespecting women. They make women, all women look emotional. Oh, like, they can't handle what's going on. They easily manipulate it. Mm. Like, they make women look crazy on here. Oh, but they do got, you know, they got Brianna Tarth. And yeah, they but got she, she, Brianna Tarth never wanted to be a lady. The only people that they make, like, logical and tough uh-huh. are people that said that they didn't want to be a lady. They didn't want to be that. So they make Arya Stark, who always said she didn't want to be a lady. Right. Brianna Tarr, who always said she didn't want to be a lady. Okay. So basically tomboys that have male tendencies. Hey, you supposed to accept that, man. No, hey, I'm saying <laughs> it's cool with me. I don't know why it's cool with them. Hey, I don't <laughs> know, man. Like... <laughs> like they I, built Danny up to be this good, honorable woman. She she released the slaves. Then she she released the slaves, the breaker of chains. Right. And as soon as she came to Westeros, they turned her into like the most hated woman in Westeros. Man, she said she didn't give a fuck about the people in Westeros. Yeah, they gonna burn all of them. All of them. Burn them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we you know you, okay, Cersei, right? Shout out to her, man, because I, I this is funny. I read this on uh I read this I read this article that she got paid one million dollars an episode this whole season, right? Yeah. Man, she didn't do shit though. All, yeah, she she did, didn't. all she did was just stand there and look out the window. Now, how are you gonna look out the window and you can see King's Landing and you can see it getting burnt, but you don't? But on the opposite side of you is the water where all your ships is. You don't know your ships is down. Yeah, but you know that was. Back, got one window. That was back in the day where they, they had different rules. Like you couldn't fight a nigga when it was raining. You couldn't, <laughs> fight, a, you couldn't fight a nigga after dark. You know, if you break those rules, you're not honorable. You know right, right, you right. Can't hit a nigga from the side. You know what I'm hey, did anybody else catch that? Uh, that. Uh, that Varys was trying to poison uh, uh, Khaleesi. He was, he was trying to poison. Her. Yeah, bro, because he had he had his little birds working in the kitchen and, and he took her food, but she wouldn't eat nothing though. I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's what he was talking about with the little girl, and he said, "I think they're watching me." Yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> because she was working in the kitchen mm-hmm. and she was take she was delivering her food, but she wasn't eating the food, she wasn't drinking anything because she's depressed. And she's depressed. And he oh. asked her for a couple of days. She she was like, "No, it's the third day. She didn't eat anything." So he. He trying to get her out of there, and he over here right sending out ten ten ravens. Yeah, that's but, that's gonna be the interesting part. Cause who was he sending those ravens to? Every time you seen him at the desk, he was writing out a new one, yeah. all the way down to the last one where you heard him coming. So he went ahead and burnt it. Yep, but who yep. was he sending those ravens to? I don't know, man. Like the only people I can, I don't know. I really don't know who he could be sending them to. Well, like I said, I, I I feel like what he's doing is he's he's in preparation for things to go bad. And he's calling the armies to King's Landing because if you think about it, John has armies he that's committed to him. That's, that's not lo- loyal to yeah. him because King of the North. Because yeah. if you go, with, you got the Wildlings. Okay. The Wildlings waiting on them. Okay. You got the Tullys yep. because they killed the um, daddy and the um, the son so, Tully. Yep. So actually, Sam Tully, his best homeboy, is actually the leader of the family now, whether he wants to be a not. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the. Well, he, I mean, his mom was always cool to him, so he probably would take over. Well, that. shit, it don't even matter anymore because yeah, yeah. he's the he's the heir. He's a rightful heir. Yeah, 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 yeah. his dad may have wanted him not to be, but now it don't matter because yeah. he's not at the wall anymore. Yeah. He comes back, he claims the throne. So you got him. You got the veil. Yeah. The veil. That's that's his. That's his people. That's his people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's that's four armies. That's, that... that's that's three to four. And then there was one more that they were talking about that was by King's Landing. There was a couple that was by King's Landing that was on the outside. Yeah. That they that fought with King's Landing. Right. But they would actually be loyal to somebody else that was that had the blood. True, but I felt I thought those people were they they made the deal with Ned Stark, and then when he once he died. I think they took it away. But it really don't matter. I mean, even if that is the case, she just burnt King's Landing with her dragon. Yeah, true, true. (laughs) (laughs) It might come through. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, what you gonna do now if you got away? But the interesting thing is, through that whole episode, they set it up that Tyrion 
was going to get the death penalty. Like, he even said it, you know, who deserves to die more than me? Right, right. So, everything they did in that episode was setting up Tyrion to be executed. Down to him releasing Jamie. Right, right. I mean, they, they're going to know about that because he said he, he pulled rank to even get in there. Yes. And then got him released. So, when they find that out, she said, one more time and you're done. So, everything is set up. For Tyrion to go out like Varys. I thought that was a, like a, a foreshadowing scene. Right. There's some rumors going around that Tyrion may be Targaryen. Uh-huh. Well, how, explain to him how that, how that go about. So, if you look at the previous episodes, Tyrion always said as a kid he dreamed about dragons. Okay. He always said that he felt like he had a special connection with dragons. He was always going down to the dragon lairs like right. he was connected to dragons somehow. Okay. When um the dragons were locked up, the dragons don't let people get close to him. He, he didn't was, go down to the he, end. He's one of the only people to go down and touch and the dragons let him touch him and free him that he didn't burn him. Right. Uh, on top of that, uh, they say all Targaryen, uh, all Targaryen kids end up killing their mother. And birth. Yeah, at birth. Okay. The heirs. The heirs end up killing their mother at birth. Okay. So his mother died at birth. Right. His dad kept made it a point always to say, you're no son of mine. Right. Like, he kind of accepted him, but when he got mad, he would always say, you're no son of mine. He always treated him different, but he knew he had some Lannister. Yeah. So the working theory is that King, um, the, the Mad King, because, uh, I can't remember his dad's name, uh, whatever, the, the, the father of Tyrion, of Tyrion yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the hand to the, the Mad King. Oh, so they're saying okay. that the Mad King might have raped his wife because he did whatever he wanted. Tyrion came out. But the tricky part about that, not all Targaryens are immune to fire. Like, her brother was not immune, immune to, to fire. fire. Right, right, right. But if he's actually connected with the dragons, not only would he be immune to fire, connected with the dragons just like her, but he would also be the rightful heir to the throne because he's the actual son of the Mad King while she is the sister and, and Jon Snow, Snow is the nephew. nephew. Right, right, I got you. But he would actually be the one that be the, he would actually be the heir to the Iron Throne. And John doesn't want it anyway, so... He, he just wants to be the warden of the north, man. Yeah. He just wants to chill in the north. Tywin Lannister. Tywin, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that'll come to play. I just thought it was funny that everything that they set up in that episode was for Tyrion to be executed. Now, if they just wanted it to be dramatic next episode, the last episode where Tyrion finally dies, okay. that makes sense also. Yep. But that's not kind of how they do things. They well, don't I don't, I don't know, man. Like, he might, he might not even, I mean, he's a loyal guy, so he probably will stand with her uh, no matter what. But after what Jon Snow seen, man, I don't know, man, he might, he might bring that shit down, man. I don't think Deion Sully can, can handle any of those armies John come with. Especially, I don't think they can handle the wildlings, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's why you got the Dothraki. I don't know how much Dothraki is left, but the yeah, Dothraki... Yeah, a lot of them got wiped out in the in the Cold War, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know. It should be good, though, man. I'm, I'm anticipating this final episode. I need this final episode to be like two hours, man, but so I didn't... I didn't really, like hour 36. Yeah, I didn't really like how they got Cersei out of there so quick. I did like the Mountain and the Hounds fight, but I didn't really like how they got Cersei out of there. That was a good fight. I did, I did like that. Um, I like how the Hound was looking out for Arya telling her to get out of there Yeah. because, you know, he was like, you don't want to be like me and and I also thought it was poetic, man, that the, the hound died by fire, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it would have been right for for anybody else to be able to kill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like that. And, um, yeah, that that was a nice fight scene, though. It really was. Yeah, I didn't really like the Arya Stark part until I listened to what the director said. And the director was pretty much like, um, you could have shown the people on there burning and buildings crushing. But it wouldn't have had the same effect because nobody actually has connections with those people. Right. So to really bring the impact, they had to bring a character that the audience was actually connected with. And since Arya was one of those deeply emotionally connected characters, it really made you feel the destruction that Danny was doing. I didn't like how Cersei... Uh... <clears throat> died so easy, man. I wanted somebody to snuff her out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. I wanted somebody to get out. Actually, what I, what I wanted to happen, which I think would have been a better story, I wanted her and um, and uh, the Kingslayer to be able to get away and to think they live in a normal life and then somebody snuff them. You know what I'm saying? When, that would have been, that that been nice. It would have been nice if, uh, you know, the Hound talked Arya out of doing it, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you go through the whole battle next thing, and then they do whatever, and then Arya just pop up somewhere over in the uh, overseas, yeah, you know, yeah. where the Iron Bank is or something, yeah, and she yeah. on the road, and boom, slit her throat yeah. in another face or you something. Yeah, that, that would have been nice. I, hey, I, I like to, that. I need to see Arya in another face, man. You did this faceless shit just for her to kill uh, Oh, well, I need to see her use some of this faceless shit again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Well, they, you, they got to be dead, so it's going to be tough, but... 
Then again, uh, I don't. I don't know how she would get Cersei's face. Nah, she could do that. She could get the Kingslayer's face. And it ain't, it ain't really no place point to have Cersei's face in Yeah, that's true. You would have to get somebody, if you're going to do it, you would have to get somebody close to Danny. Or, what, well, no, if you have Cersei's face, that would make Danny go after her if she was trying to kill Danny, for sure. Like, yeah, set, then, setting her up, you know what I mean? You don't want to do that, though, because coming after you with a dragon. Well, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But shit, man, that's all I got today, man. You got anything else you wanted to go over? Nah, man, that's, uh, that's it. Uh, you want to tell them about your Facebook? Yeah, man. Uh, you can hit me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, it's gonna be under my name, Bobby Reed, or the Too Smart Network. Um, you can also find the Instagram play page at Too Smart Network, and then you can hit PD up on his Instagram page, which is at Win underscore Smoke underscore underscore Clears with a Z. With a Z. Yeah. You can also find me on my personal Instagram. Uh, he's got the glow. And then uh, under my personal Facebook, it's Lewis Page. Yeah, just keep checking this out, man. We got more new content coming. Uh, we got right now the financial doctor out, uh, letting you know about the black doctor. Um, we also got some more content coming, so keep a lookout. All right, later. Peace.